Hello, and welcome to Half the Fun Podcast, Season 2, now with double the fun and half the posts. Every other week, we'll be talking about parenting, pop culture, and whatever strikes my fancy. Enjoy. All right, and hello, and welcome to a very belated uh, Half the Fun <laughs> uh, I'm your host, Jason, and I'm joined by my usual co-host, Allison. Hi! <laughs> uh, and we are joined by repeat special guest, Helen. Hello, Helen. Yay, hello. Glad Thanks to be for, back. Yes, we're excited for you to be back as well. Yeah. Um, well you were a previously a stay tuned episode in terms of yeah. uh, returning, so I'm glad we... Yeah. yeah, and pretty much everything I said in the last episode was gold, so I feel like <laughs> this is going to be more good stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be <laughs> it, it was a fun right. conversation. Um, yeah. So um, for listeners that did not have not listened to this episode, I highly encourage you to listen to, I don't know, whatever episode number it was, 20 something, 15 something. Yeah. Yes. So we <laughs> talked about last time <laughs> no problem, uh, about um, like how you, Ellen and Ellison became friends in high school mm-hmm. and a lot about maintaining that friendship in college or just yeah. how do you maintain those friendships when you become adults, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of parents and things like that. So we, we barely like didn't even bump into the iceberg that was like um, being a working parent. So um, you have been both a stay at home parent for a little yeah. bit and wow. gone back to work. And so you've done kind of done it, done it all. This is me and air <laughs> Um, so I'm hoping that you could share some of your wisdom. And um, yeah. So, okay. So the history is I had Marianne, mm-hmm. right. Had the 12 weeks and then like went back to work. Mm-hmm. And I talked a little about in the video of like being tired and working and then, um, had Charles and had my 12 weeks and went back to work. And then, um, when he was two, I realized that I was like exhausted and not still really not recovering from, mm-hmm that second child um, in more ways than we're just like, um, just like tired. Oh, you're tired because you don't sleep much. I just, it felt like I wasn't recovering. So that's, yeah. So I took a leave of absence for one year um, from, you know, September, because that's when you start. And then through that year. So that now I'm back at work again, because that year flew by and it was lovely. And, um, and now I'm back as a working mom again. So yeah, so I kind of got to do it all in a way. True. Was, yeah. Yeah. Well, in what hard. ways were more yeah. exhausting or what was, what was harder? Um, I, well, it's, it's obviously with two, it's just harder, right? You're balancing more and your brain is stretched thinner, but I also think like my body took a bigger hit on the second kid mm-hmm. and I, I don't completely know. And then there's some things too that I won't go into on the podcast cause it's just like my own medical stuff, but like, I just don't think we do enough around what's really happening to women postpartum mm-hmm. and like we make sure the baby's okay and we kind of make sure that sh- the mom's not too depressed and then we like call it good and we go back to like monthly checkups for the baby but the mom's kind of done and I I don't have any super hard science to back it up but I just felt like my body took some sort of different hit than it took with Marianne and like I just had more trouble like getting back in shape and feeling like I just felt exhausted, just like always tired, always, always. I felt like I couldn't find my thoughts and I just couldn't just, yeah, I just couldn't get it back. So I don't know exactly what it was. And if it was, if it's all second child stuff, or if it was just something, some chemistry in my body changed during that. And I just needed a year to kind of wrap my head around it and try and like, just take care of myself for a little while. So, yeah. So I don't know how much of it is what every parent of a second child goes through, or if it was just 
my body reacting a little differently to that pregnancy. I'm not sure completely. Um, and I don't know if I'll ever really know, but I do know two was harder. (laughs) (laughs) Do you, do you feel that after this year of leave that you've gotten back to that place that you want? Like, has it, um, I, I think there's still a ways I have to go. Um, but I've definitely got over that exhaustion hump. Um, and I feel like I just got like things in our house just settled down. Like I was able to just spend time getting like routines more in place and getting Marianne in school. And ever, and we all got a year older, right? Like the kids are both a year older than when I started that leave. And um, so like they are better with routines. Like I just, I think we're all in a better place than I was. And so that year was so worth it. It was so great. It was so awesome. Um, I got to be like the volunteer mom at kindergarten and like walk Marianne to school every day and pick her up every day. And just like, it was awesome. Yeah. Terrific. Let's go a little bit more into the thought process. So you, you, you recognize that you were having a tough time recover, Mm -hmm. like recovering and getting back to where you wanted to Mm be. So do you mind as much as you mind sharing just like, what was that thought process? What was that for yourself and also with, yeah. like, with Sean in terms of, cause I'm sure that was so, not an easy discussion. Yeah. Well, Sean and I had talked a lot, like when Marianne was born and it's not like, Oh, wouldn't it be fun if we knew that under my contract, I could take a leave. And we always had said, Oh, the year Marianne's in kindergarten would actually be a really cool year. Cause I could like help her launch that and all that. And we'd always kind of thrown it out there. And I think somewhere around December, of the teaching year, I was realizing like, I'm really tired. It was starting to just sit as a seed in the back of my head. And then um, in, I think it was February, I don't mind saying, but like I had some pretty nasty kidney stones that later we found out, I thought it was like dehydration, but they said, this is like, has to do with more other things going on in your body. These are a little unusual in their makeup. And so I realized like, there's a lot more going on. It isn't just me. Like, it's not my imagination. There's like something more going on. I want to explore that more. I was like, oh, I'll never forget that day. I was like teaching a writing lesson, laying on my back and like, keep going kids. Mrs. Chief uh-huh. is fine. And finally so like, miserable. my principal was like, you're going home. And uh-huh. that was, I think like this point of like me realizing I was just trying to push myself too hard. Like I was trying to yeah. teach this incredible pain. I didn't know what it was. Um, but it was terrible. Mm-hmm. And I'd ended up, I like needed it. Like I needed surgery to take care of them. Like they were ginormous. Um, so that was then, and like when I recovered from that in March, I started being like serious about like, hey, I could really do this. And I was approaching the deadline of when I could let the district know. So um, I think April, I pulled my principal aside. Sean and I decided like, yeah, this is a good idea. We looked at the finances. Um, you know, his job felt really solid, like it wasn't going anywhere. And um, we just, we made the call and did it. And so it was kind of last minute, but it was also, we'd been, talking about it a long time. Yeah. And it was good. I'm really glad it was hard. I, I had never not had a first day of school since I was five years old. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. right? I had every September I had started some school year in mm-hmm. some way. And so it was a little strange when that September came and like everyone was getting ready for school and I wasn't going to my classroom and I wasn't, but it was fine. I knew I was coming back. I think it would have been scary if I'd left for good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was that like broaching that with your boss? That was, that was easy. She she was super supportive. um, 
and just wanted to make sure I was okay and was like, Are you, everything's okay. And how much do you want me to share with the staff? Cause I know they'll worry. Cause that's what people do. Like when you make a change, the hardest part was probably with my teaching partners. Cause we had formed a pretty tight team. And as you know, like as a working parent, having people who understand that and are supportive of you and kind of carry you through some of the harder times is like hard to walk away from knowing, cause you don't have a guarantee that you'll come back what job you'll come back to um, after you like when you sign off with the district on that. So telling them that I was, I, when I pulled them in, I was like, you guys have something to tell you. And I think Rob, one of my teaching partners was like, you're pregnant. And I was like, no, take mother of God. No, I'm not <laughs> pregnant. Um, and he's, they were like, I was like, no, I'm taking a whole year. And they're like, Oh, and you could just see like, it was hard. Mm-hmm. And then they were really supportive because they were a great team. Yeah. But it was, that was the hardest part. Um, probably. And like throughout the year, getting text messages from them and hearing how the year was going and like not being there. That's hard. Yeah. Because yeah. I like my job. I like my work. I'm yeah. lucky. Yeah. Gotcha. Was it hard? So you talked a little bit about the kind of the fun things like walking Mary to school and, yeah. and things like that and, and being able to like recenter yourself. Um, was it was it hard to kind of kind of have that little redefinition of like, being from like a, a very active yeah. like teach teacher and yeah. parent to like losing that teaching. Yeah. I mean, I went a little bit back to those maternity leaves and you guys probably can relate to that of like feeling a little isolated because Charlie was just three and we didn't have him. I put him in daycare a couple days a week, but he was with me most of the time. Um, and like trying to find routines that got us out and about, but also not feeling totally connected to the stay-at-home moms I was meeting like in tumble classes and stuff because they were they had been stay-at-home moms like long term and I was doing it short term so I didn't feel like really motivated to form relationships with them or to like find that so I didn't have like I missed I felt it was a little isolating right like not going into work every day and talking to people um and also, like, you think you're going to get so much done because my our work day, like, my work day is really long, right? Like, I leave at 7 and I get yeah. home at 4 or 4.30. But the amount of time that, like, Marianne was actually at school is much shorter. Like, yeah. right? Like, I got her to school at, like, 8.30 and I had to be there to pick her up at 3. And that time goes by super fast. And um, so the evenings would get long. And Sean was traveling a lot that year. Uh, um, uh-huh. This was when he was still... And like every month gone at least a couple times, sometimes just for two nights, sometimes for five nights. And so, um, which is good that I was home because I don't know how we would have done it. So um, that those were some of the harder parts was just like thinking I was going to get a lot done, but realizing that you're still at the whim of this tiny person that you think, I don't know, you think he's older and I'll get more, you know, but it was like, I had to, again, remind myself to just like, enjoy the time and let it be what it's going to be. And the house projects will happen when they happen, but my child will only be three and I'll only be on a leave of absence in this moment. And like, just kind of, that was hard as always, like it was when I was on maternity leave and I just hated not being able to take a shower when I wanted to. And (laughs) like, yeah. What were some unexpected joys or unexpected insights that you you found while you were doing your year of your year? I'm going to call it sabbatical. My sabbatical. Yeah. Um, I loved the relationship that Marianne and I formed during that time because I got to walk her to school every day and I picked her up and we walked home together and um, she's a pretty sensitive kid and 
struggles with change and kindergarten was a hard transition for her. Just, oh. um, a lot of expectations like eating lunch in the cafeteria was really stressful for her because uh-huh. of like the noise and all that was going on and she is easily distracted. And so she was like not eating much. And so like I had, you know, every day we could process it and get her to a good place and I could really slow down and like listen and hear what she had to say. And she and her dad have always been super close. They're really silly together and they have a lot of fun, but I f- feel like Marianne and I just got to get to know each other a little bit better, oddly, um, even though I'm with her all the time. But um, Sean had had some time off when she was like two, and he did a lot of the pickups when her daycare was downtown, so they had had a lot more of that time. Um, so that was really, really nice, and I felt like it set up a good foundation for first grade. Um, she's thriving. She's doing great, but there was definitely some rough spots through kindergarten, so I think I was just surprised by how much room our relationship had to grow like mm-hmm. I didn't yeah it was became more apparent yeah it's awesome yeah. yeah well let's fast forward a little bit so yeah. you have recently I'm glancing at my watch for the the date you you so yeah. you this academic year you've yeah returned. yeah so yeah in August I got the call on where I would be and it was a different building and a different grade and so that you know like I knew that was gonna come and mm-hmm. uh and then it was just the mental preparation for like what that would look like as far as kids and daycare and school and um, do we, you know, do we want Charlie in a preschool and can we find it, you know, so back to that like scramble of making sure we have the coverage um, and the only reason it works is because of my parents. My, yeah. my parents live close and they swooped in and they were like, we're available for wherever it takes because we're all in it. Like all, all of us, my parents and Sean and I are all in it to try and get me to this great halftime position that I have my eye on. Like mm-hmm. there's a few of them in the district. It's something I'm passionate about. It's this teacher leadership position. And if we can get me, and this school is, this particular job is a good setup for it and good relationship building. So mm-hmm. we're like all kind of all in this year to get me there. So, mm-hmm. but it was stressful to think about, um, I have an earlier start than I used to. The school, my contract day starts at 7.30 instead of at 8. And Marianne's school day is one of the late start schools. So then all of a sudden I realized that like Sean and I were both going to be long gone and out of the house like a good hour before the kids needed to be places. And then like asking my parents if they were okay with being there that early. But um, it was more stressful leading up to it and trying to like manage what it would look like than it's been. It's been a great year. It's just been like an awesome awesome year. And I attribute that to like, I think of the, the four adults that we have managing two children. Um, we've all like found our place in our routine and like what we're, our strengths are and we're doing yeah. it better than, than we have in the past. Like, I think so. Um, yeah, it was definitely stressful getting ready for it, but has been pretty awesome. Um, Minus, I've talked to you guys a little bit, but I, I have a stressful situation at work with some of the people I am placed with. Um, but the like whole scenario of working and being a working mom has this has definitely been the best year of like the last six years. Oh, by far. That's great. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. That's yeah. Great to hear. Yeah. So if if like my advice is like if you can take the time, like if you're overwhelmed and you and your partner can make it happen, like it's it can be really good, even though it flies by and you don't get near as much done as you think. I definitely had a chance to like reset and just like yeah, just find some some answers to some of my questions. Yeah. Was there like a, a 
a project that you look back on now that was hilariously ambitious in terms mm. of your, the amount of time you had yeah. to share? I mean, so we, we moved <laughs> to a new house, right? We didn't know when I took the leave of absence that we were going to move. And so I took the leave of absence and then this whole boring scenario that, oh, we're moving into my old childhood home and, um, and it needs a lot of work. Like it's in really good shape, but like for one thing, we want to make it our own and it's 30 years old. And so I was like, I'm going to learn everything. I'm going to do it all. And the big one was there's no baseboards in the house right now through like house projects my dad's done. And then when we put in new carpet and when we paint, I was like, I'm going to do baseboards in the whole house. <laughs> and like there, I, ha I didn't do one. Like I didn't do a single one. I mean, what was I think? Like you need like a pressure nail gun. And I had like a three-year-old. <laughs> like you can't run that during nap time. You can't run it when they're awake. Like, yeah, that's yeah. like, so I'm working now on becoming really good at getting bids from contractors. That's, yeah. the, new, that's the new skill I'm going to establish. Cause like we, like there were, I mean, there were things that I did do, right. I got some painting done. Like painting was pretty good. Um, some half rooms painted. Um, mostly just actually what was really nice, you know, guys from a move, like I had a year to like unpack boxes and that was probably a more realistic yeah. like project and it's still not done, but like that was definitely more realistic, but like, yeah. yeah. Baseboards. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. I think we have all of our boxes unpacked at this point. Um, I think we, we shunted some stuff aside wow. and there's like yeah. some boxes of yours that we've just yeah. completely ignored. Yeah. Wow. I've ignored them so well. No, I I forgot yeah. You forgot they were there. I know. We definitely have them too. We could yes, a good, use a good reorganization of the garage at some point, but well, that's another thing. I should say a year and a half after my water broke, this evening, I finally hung a picture oh, <laughs> that we were cool. working on when my water broke. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. You have to well, take I the victories. Something today. I can't, we kind of, I had a soft moratorium on her buying any more framed things until right, right. we got something on the wall. I have totally. Horrible, horrible habit. And I'm so ashamed of like, oh, But I buy so much stuff. And I, and sometimes I'll even yeah. go to the length of getting it framed. Totally. And it sits in our garage. And I never Just hang it up. waiting there. Yep. I have, I feel like 20 pieces of stuff yeah. that are just, just waiting. It's true. I love yeah. the like, oh, Jason, like I found this beautiful map of Fred Meyer. Yeah. So I bought it and oh, it, it, barely, it barely, barely fits in my car, but we got it home. I'm like, where are we going to put, when are, when are we going to Where and when? Yeah, you guys don't have huge wall space. I should say that, that was a, a moment of such pride for me when out of the Fred Meyer parking lot, I am carrying Wes is in the shopping cart. Oh, yeah. I have a cart full of groceries mom moment. and I'm holding this like huge, like big, um, framed world map that yes. I'm just carrying in one hand. Yes. And like a badass mom. Lot, yeah. Yeah. I, I will say, um, this, he looked like a grandfather, um, came up and he was like, can I help you? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that would be actually this great. Me. Yeah. Um, and then I somehow managed to get Wes in the car seat, this big world map into my Honda Civic and all the groceries like in about five minutes. It oh, was that's pretty good. It was pretty great. But, and, but now it's still sitting in the garage and along I with forgot our about it. Very nice photo shoots from not this year, from last year. Oh yeah. Um, that we ordered last Christmas. I know. Too, so that's my next project. But um it is shameful that it's Wes when he was only Four, three or four, four months, months of yes. age. Yeah. Beautiful photos of sorry, tiny, is, tiny yes. little baby. 
I think it's hard though when they're like, especially in that first year, because moments that you have when you're not like getting them down or like taking yeah. care of, like you just want to flop. Yeah. And I think projects get almost easier because once the like once the kids are up and like walking and moving, you kind of want to be in the room where they are, like where right. they're walking and playing. Absolutely. But then you but you want to be like busy because it's like boring yeah. to just watch a toddler and like yeah. I don't know, like we're trying not to be on our phone in front of our kids all the time. So I find that I'm like, well, will you like my kids can be in the bathtub now and they're not gonna die if I'm not next to them yeah so, but I'm like bored because I don't want to be too far away so like I found like I'm always folding laundry while they're in there because I don't have to be like actively like holding them and so it just gets easier as time goes by to like take on this project I will say like Sean's major strength is being like this project has been waiting for too long and he just especially if hanging pictures that's like his yeah. thing he yeah. just like knocks it out he's just like boom uh, and all of a sudden I it's wish. all like done I wish Nice. Yeah. What yeah. would have taken me all day? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. We, I think we also had ambitions for like when we put Wesson daycare that freed up a little bit of time um, mm -hmm. for us net net parenting wise, mm -hmm. but like it's really just been like yeah back to surviving and like getting getting us back to like where we need to be like yeah. Okay. There's I no such thing as when you <laughs> when you were talking about taking a year of leave and like kind of hitting reset mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah. I feel like putting Wes in daycare has been a, a small part of that has yeah. been reset for me where I feel yeah. like your house is empty sometimes. Yes. Um, it's just yeah. me and my house. I don't know. It, yeah. It feels, and I feel bad that Jason doesn't get, unfortunately, since I sure don't get the time. But. He works Monday through Friday and Wes is yeah. in daycare Monday through Friday. He doesn't right. get that, yeah. that time. Yeah. Yeah, <sighs> that's okay. We'll work it out. Um, yeah. you can take Wes on a to an adventure every once in a while, and Jason can have the yeah. Yes, that is our right time home. That is our next plan. It's true, but it's it's also been just hard in general because you know it's gotten sick every week for the right. last like, five or six weeks. So I think we're I think we've are you guys managing like. Does he have to be home certain day? Like, has he been sick enough to have to be home? Or uh, his sickness hasn't been bad. Or just snotty. Um, a mostly just snotty and yeah. cold. But he had a yeah. fever. Yeah, so we had to keep, had to keep him home. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and Jason's, thankfully, Jason's job is pretty flexible with sickness. Awesome. Yeah. So he's the that can be hard. primary caregiver yeah. on sick, yeah. sick days. So. And then he gave us he gave us all a doozy of a cold. Yes. Um, so and that was... I never knew a cold could last a month. <laughs> oh yeah, it's yeah. probably was three different ones that just yeah, that's probably kind of <laughs> yes. So uh, gross. I know my parents came up because I had to work. I had to work on that weekend, so we needed them to physically yeah. watch Weston. But then they they stayed longer because like we that was like when all three of us like, got massively just... sick. <laughs> yeah. And it was like we looked so miserable. My parents. Yeah. Like, rearrange their schedule Aww. and then my parents got sick See, like they get home and then they're like oh had it. there's it's inevitable yeah it's just so gross i mean and that's another nice thing is the kids get a little older that i'm finding like yes they get sick from school but like they're consistent with washing their hands they're not always touching me all the time yeah. they're not like i'm not always touching all their fluids like it's <laughs> um yeah it is easier to stay healthy um even though we definitely still all get each other's colds and so like it just feels like it's not as extreme. Yeah. No, I was reading, I got really mad today because I was reading like a toddler, the toddler 411 book about pink eye or whatever. Oh yeah. Um, we just did a round of pink the, eye in the house. <laughs> and the pediatrician who's writing the book is like, you know, everyone always asks me if I get sick all the time because I see all these sick kids all day. And she's like, no, because I obsessively wash my hands and don't touch my face. And I'm like, 
is that a diss on me? Because <laughs> like, I can't do that. Like my child sneezes yeah. and rolls into yeah. my mouth. And then, like, yes. and and it like, is different. Like, I, but no. think of how different it is really for the doctor because they yeah. do hand, they're only in there, like the nurse handles them and then the doctor yeah. comes in and does their exam and then they can go to the sink, right? And the parents right. are holding them and being, yeah. it is different. It's different. I know. I, I felt like she was preaching. I don't know. I mean, your clients probably get like feline flu way more than you do. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> that's not, that's not I a, mean, my clients groom their cats and I'm like, yeah, don't yeah, do that. Like, Just, Just don't do wash that. your hands and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know yeah. where we went. I don't even know. Anyway, <laughs> I was just talking about, let's see, things that are hard, um, super parent, hanging things up on the wall. Yeah, I've yeah, lost yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Edit that. <laughs> no problem. Cut here. Snip, snip. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. That's because I'm two thirds of the way through my wine. That's why. Love yeah. it. I love it. Um, well, I think I just have like one more question about your work and then we can move on okay. to, to different things, but just you've mm -hmm. been teaching for a while now too. So like, did that give you some like fresh perspectives or new yeah. perspectives or things like that? So my biggest probably perspective shift in that year was being a full parent of a kid who wasn't in preschool, but was in the public school system, like mm -hmm. in kindergarten and what was like noticing things that I loved and like what mattered and things that were really frustrating and like hard to navigate, even as someone who knows the system. Mm -hmm. And so I realized that like what my parent priorities are, are simpler than maybe I used to think as a teacher. Like I just need my child to come home every day, obviously happy. And that doesn't mean that they have to be like, I'm not saying that teachers always need to make it completely fun and joyful. I'm just like, ha like you could just tell that they've had a good day and you want the feeling that your teacher like cares deeply that your child will succeed. Like you just need to get that impression somehow that like somehow they care about that. So I used to like my progress reports used to be in depth and like, here's all the assignments and, and the averages and all this. And like in middle school, maybe too, it mattered more, but oh, that's true, yeah. really all that parents want is a sense that like you care deeply that their child will succeed. So I definitely changed just a little tweaks in my newsletter and what I focus on and they don't need the nitty gritty of like target by target, but just like a big overview. And I added like a section of like questions to ask your kids at the dinner table to spark conversation. Like That's really the, cool. the read aloud book is hatchet, like ask them about hatchet, you know, like, um, and then things that were frustrating was, I realized it was like really frustrating not to know some of the ins and out of my child's day and have it assumed somehow that I should like that my child would relay that information to me. You, as the teacher, you, something seems so obvious to you because it's your whole world and community. And so you're like, well, how would you not know that that's how it runs here? But like kids share the weirdest things when they come home. Like you ask them about their day and they might not mention that they get pulled out for a reading group, which would be really nice to know as a parent, whether it's for extra help or because they're doing really well, but just like nice to know that your kid's pulled from class for 20 minutes to be with another teacher and to know who that other teacher is and what that's about. Your mm -hmm. kid's not going to tell you about that. They're going to be busy telling you about well, at least if it's Marianne, like what imagination game she and her best friend played at recess, whether they were kittens that day or unicorns, like that's her important, <laughs> that's like her important information. So realizing too, that like communicating those things to parents and just like simple emails can just save a lot and um, just give a lot of quick information and knowing when to pick up the phone and just make a phone call, which has always been hard for me as a teacher. Um, 
because every once in a while you get a crazy parent and that can be hard. But like, so those were definitely shifts. Um, my other thing that I realized was <laughs> I feel like, you know, becoming a new parent was r really challenging. And like right after that was going back to work and like the balancing work partner and child at the same time. Cause I feel like it always seemed pretty easy to balance two of those things. Yeah. But then when you add in a third thing, mm -hmm. like a child, it seems it's pretty demanding. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting, Jason, with this coworker that you have mm -hmm. to, I'd be interested to hear later, like just your reaction to it. Cause I felt like in the first year or two after having kids, I was like, so wanted to like somehow be there for those people. Like there was only so much I could give, but I was just like, we have stuff we can give you. And do you have this sleep book? And like, how's it going? And I just wanted, like, I just wanted to like give them any wisdom I could and not seem overbearing, but like it, cause I, I still felt, it still felt so fresh. So it'll be interesting oh. to see if like you, what it's just like when you talk to that person or. I'm, yeah. I'm trying not to. I mean, she's, she's, she's my age, which is great. Um, maybe a little bit older um, and we have very similar uh, but parallel positions. So it's been very great to talk about kind of yeah. kind of the challenges and things like that. And yeah. she and I both um, had actually promotion slash job changes, um, which has been terrific kind of both navigating that for her and kind of like just being upfront about like what you really need to be asking for or how to reconfigure mm -hmm. your time. Um, so yeah. it's been, yeah. been helpful kind of trailblazing and like clarifying and or like figuring out policy that's that's yeah. good so good yeah 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 it's been kind of weird i was just reflecting about just this is this year has been a new position for me and and like there's been absolutely like no travel which has been like a first for like 13 Ever? years yeah. that i haven't yeah. <laughs> haven't like done a lot of any sort of travel besides like last year's paternity leave um so it's been kind of weird just kind of having that shift yeah. and, um, i guess uh, I've been very happy with these changes, but it, there was still that very last bit of, I guess, mourning of just like that very last vestige of, of what I used to do and the, the travel I used to do, just kind of saying goodbye to that, um, yeah. very formally saying goodbye to that. So it was kind of interesting feelings kind of this fall, but, um, or just not being on the same page with my, my, my core work coworkers at all. Cause they're like, they're exhausted and they're, you know, they're in a different higher, kind of, yeah, exhaustion. Yeah. And I've been, I've been like cramming like crazy to get this project off the ground since July. So like, I've been kind of frantic and now a little bit slower, but now they're, they're exhausted and tired. So it's been, it's just been really weird in terms of yeah. being in different places than my, than my coworkers. Yeah. 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 Adjusting to a new, new phase of your career. Yeah. Just in a new cycle yeah. of, yeah. of kind of, of my job now is, is yeah. kind of different. So mm -hmm. yeah. So it's been kind of, all sorts of learning yeah things like that. I think it all comes I don't know I like I said this has been the best year I think of balancing work and relationship and kids and I think a lot of it has to do with them being older and me being wiser and Sean being wiser and Sean shifting jobs and not traveling kind of Jason oh. I just see you know that's just so huge um I can't say enough good things about that um but yeah, it does get better and it feels like we're about to enter some really awesome years. So hang in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, to respect both of our times, I know. any other words of wisdom or questions you have for us before we wrap up? No, no, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, no, I, I was, it's so fun to talk to you guys. Um, 
and just think about all these things and reflect on stuff that maybe in the moment I didn't really stop and reflect on um, and try and like really think about it. No, it's good. I, um, yeah, I just, I feel really lucky this year. It's just, things are, things are smooth and good. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I can't think of anything else really just that it's, you know, it's hard, but it's good too. It's like a weird combination, right? All these little moments you're trying to hold on to and capture and it goes by fast. Yeah. I I just think that you're very fortunate and smart to take that year off. Yeah. So lucky. Yeah. So lucky. But I I I think even people that might even have that opportunity might not always feel that they can or that or being in a position where they're guaranteed their job yeah. after like right. taking your off. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, so I think that was just really smart of you to take it that was, when you needed it. Um, it was, we were so lucky. And we, we did realize, I guess there was a couple things. Yeah, like one, I was lucky and since I can do it, I should. It mm-hmm. was, I felt like if I had taken more than a year coming back, back into the career would have been hard. Like it already things shifted in one year, things shifted in the teaching world that Mm -hmm. I was like trying to get back in. So I totally understand people's fear. Um, The one thing we realized is that like my insurance was significantly better. And so um, it was, it cost, that was one thing that made our finances a little tight. It cost us more than we realized under Sean's. So like, those are like, there's little things you'll never totally anticipate. Um, so I will definitely be working half time or full time until I retire because <laughs> my insurance is so good. And so I'll just, my last plug is like support unions. Cause if we all had a union, we could all do what I did. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Helen. Um, yes. We'll stop recording. Good noise. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, but yeah. Thanks for again for yeah. joining thanks us for on the joining. podcast. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thanks for listening to today's episode. Make sure to like us on Facebook for the latest posts and news. And you can always subscribe on uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Typically, episodes are produced by me, Jason. Uh, enjoy. You can always email us at halfthefunpodcast at gmail.com. Take care.